Hey, this is Adam Thielen. Deep shot. Man there, right side, caught Thielen. 10-5, touchdown! Kenny Bridgewater to Adam Thielen. Your sports leader in the Lakes area is KDLM Detroit Lakes, serving the Lakes area for over 60 years. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. The KDLM Sports Wrap. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. There's a lot of morons in the mainstream media that just don't get it. Join the conversation on Facebook Live as they stream the show live from the KDLM studio. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. Hello and welcome. If you're competent in an age of incompetence, that makes you appear extraordinary. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Forest Hills Resort is not responsible for errant shots. <laughs> they must have known Zeke was coming. Where's he from? I'm from Detroit Lakes. I'm not an expert, but I do have a strong opinion. Detroit Lakes go crazy! We're still here! We're still here! Get up! Come on, get up! If you're as tight as I am! Yeah! Thirteen forty KDLM, the station you can count on. Happy Thursday, everybody. This is the KDLM Sports Wrap. My name is Zeke, and for the next half hour or so, we're gonna Rewind the last 24 hours in sports. Preview what's coming up in Lakerland today. Big game in Major League Baseball last night. My wiener dog, whose name coincidentally coincidentally is Dodger. Not after the L.A. Dodgers. I'll explain why his name is Dodger in a bit. He was pretty happy with the outcome last night. Walk-off for the Dodgers. They beat St. Louis 3-1. They advance to the NLDS, where they'll face the San Francisco Giants. What else happened yesterday? We've got some Vikings injury updates. The Wild played last night, and the way things started for Campo Kakinen, not great, but somehow the, the Wild B squad found a way to win. Let's, let, let's start there by rewinding the last 24 hours in sports. Rewind time. Behind it, back in front, McEachern takes a shot, he scores. Back in front, they score. Joshua did all the work. Bortozzo takes a shot, and he scores. Bortozzo, the defenseman, from the rim of the right circle. That's three now for the Blues. They lead it 3-0. It was a 3-0 lead about five minutes into the game yesterday. Kapokakinen in goal, giving up three goals on the first four shots he faced. But he did settle down, would ultimately stop 17 of 20 shots that he faced. And the Wild came back and tied this game up. Brandon Duhame, Nico Sturm both score in the final four minutes of regulation to tie the game. And then Adam Beckman trying to make this team's roster for the regular season. He had this play in overtime. Charging here through center. That puts a charge in the crowd as he gains the line. Bossy curls, drops it back. Kulikov moves into the high slot. There's a shot by Beckman. He scores! Adam Beckman wins it in overtime. Beckman from Kulikov and Rossi. It comes at two minutes and 19 seconds of OT. Lifts the Wild over the Blues last night, 4-3. to three. Wild now 2-2 two and two in exhibition play. They host the Chicago Blackhawks tonight. <coughs> Update from Vikings world in terms of injuries and two names that we've been waiting to get back to 100%. Dalvin Cook and Anthony Barr. And yesterday uh, got updates from both of those guys. Dalvin saying he's not 100% recovered from that ankle injury but still pretty confident he's going to take snaps when the Vikings host the Lions on Sunday. Alexander Madison out-touched Dalvin Cook on Sunday, but uh, he he says he's, he's, he's ready to take the field, and it uh, sounds like Anthony Barr is going to be back as well. He hasn't played since the 2020 season 
opener. Barr says he's been waiting for the confidence to be able to play in a game without risk and injury setback, and he thinks that I finally reached that point. Been plagued by that knee injury he suffered during training camp, missed all of one game last season because of a pectoral injury. Barr back in the lineup. Nick Vigil gets some snaps at linebacker yet, but uh, Mike Zimmer says there's certain things we can do with Barr that we haven't been able to do in these first four ball games. Cook says he's going to play. Reaggravated that uh, that ankle injury in the loss to Cleveland on Sunday when the Vikings lost 14-7. to uh, Didn't play in the fourth quarter after limping off the field in the third quarter. Quote from Anthony Barr says this, You could say the Cardinals might be the best team in the NFC, and you could say the Browns might be the best team in the AFC. We went toe-to-toe with both of them. We just kind of fell short. A play here and a play there, and we're having a whole different conversation. Whole lot of football left to play. Well, here's the deal. This is the season is uh, it's almost a quarter of the way over. And you're one in the three. Yeah, you went toe-to-toe with Arizona. But at the end of the day, an L is still an L. You went toe-to-toe with Cincinnati. An L is still an L. You went toe-to-toe with Cleveland. An L is still an L. You lost those three games by a total of 13 points. Three to Cincy, three to Zona, seven to Cleveland. You're one in three. And you can go toe-to-toe with as many as the be- of the best teams in the NFL as you want to. But if you're not pulling out Ws, at the end of the day... It means absolutely nothing. And looking at the Vikings' schedule after Detroit, it's uh, <laughs> it's going to get fun. I was listening to Dan Patrick this morning. He was talking about Justin Fields and and the, and the the defenses that Justin Fields has to see now that he's been named the starting quarterback. Here are the defenses that Justin Fields is going to see these next handful of games: the Raiders. He's going to see uh, the Packers, who just signed Jalen Smith after he was cut by Dallas yesterday. He gets the Bucks, who are banged up, but they could be back to full strength. He gets the Niners, the Steelers defense, the Ravens defense, Cardinals, Packers again, Seahawks. You may think, yeah, that, that, that's a tough go for Justin Fields, but look at what the Vikings get. The Vikings are going to get the Carolina Panthers, who just signed 2019, or traded for, however you want to look at it, 2019 NFL Defensive Player of the Year, Stephen Gilmore, now with the Panthers. Then you've got Dallas, Baltimore, the Chargers, the Packers, who just signed Jalen Smith, whom the Cowboys cut yesterday. The Niners, then the Lions again. The Steelers' defense, Rams. This is—it's <laughs> not going to be an easy go for the Vikings these next handful. I mean, at, at this point, and I may, may get some criticism for that, but I'm not—I'm not feeling that confident about the Detroit Lions this Sunday. Kickoffs at noon. We'll see how it goes. Some other news and notes from yesterday. The MLB playoff picture is set after the Los Angeles Dodgers walked off the St. Louis Cardinals last night. Chris Taylor delivering the walk-off homer. A two-run shot as he and the Dodgers punch their ticket to the NLDS. Taylor broke a 1-1 tie with his moonshot bottom of the ninth. And that's what playoff baseball is all about. Max Scherzer allowing one run over four and a third innings. He did not want to leave the game but uh, ultimately decided, you know what, this is what's best for my team. He fought his manager a little bit, shook hands with him, and then went to the dugout. L.A. is going to face the 107-win Giants for the start of the NLDS on Friday. Playoff baseball tonight, the ALDS opening up Red Sox versus Tampa Bay. The other side of the AL bracket is Chicago and Houston. You've got the Braves and the Brewers, and now finally set in stone, the Dodgers versus the Giants, both 100-win teams, and only one of them going to get to the NLCS. In the WNBA last night, the Chicago Sky, they're the team that knocked the Minnesota Lynx out of the playoffs. They are heading to the NBA Finals. They beat the Connecticut Sun last night, 79-69. 
The Las Vegas Aces tied up their semifinal series with the Phoenix Mercury last night after a 93-76 win. A winner-take-all Game 5 for Las Vegas and Phoenix in the WNBA is set for tomorrow with the winner set to face the Chicago Sky in the 2021 WNBA Finals. Here's coming up on KDLM. One of my all-time favorite guys to have on the sports rap. He 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 goes everywhere. He covers everything. He talks to a lot of people. He eats a lot of pretzels dipped in a lot of cheese. We're talking to the MSHSL guy himself, John Malay. Going to join me next on KDLM. I'm Taylor Bashadi with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. The 2019 NFL Defensive Player of the Year is making a surprising midseason move. The Patriots traded all-pro corner Stephon Gilmore to the Panthers for a 2023 six-round pick. Gilmore is eligible to play after he comes off the physically unable to perform list. The Panthers also welcome back Christian McCaffrey to the practice for the first time since he injured his hamstring week three. Head coach Matt Rule says the all-pro could be a game-time decision Sunday. It's now officially the Justin Fields era in Chicago. The Bears named the first-round pick as their new starting quarterback moving forward. Head coach Matt Nagy says Fields has impressed with his improvement so far this season. Ben Roethlisberger did not practice with a hip injury Wednesday, but says he plans to play Sunday. Vikings running back Dalvin Cook says the same thing after he missed practice with an ankle injury. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, Ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. This is a legit product. The key ingredient is testophen, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try? for themselves yeah nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance and i need to get a complimentary bottle of nugenics no problem you just got to send them a text text beach to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of nugenics the number one selling free testosterone booster at gnc nugenics samples are not available in stores so text beach to 42424 right now text b-e-a-c-h to 42424 text beach to 42424 it's Dynamic Homes Annual Open House. Tour the plant, check out the model homes, and talk to Dynamic Homes sales team. The open house takes place Friday, October 8th from 4 to 7 and Saturday, October 9th from 10 to 2. Take a guided factory tour and walk through the Dynamic Home models. Open for your viewing, plus the sales team will be available to answer your questions. The open house, October 8th and 9th at Dynamic Homes in Detroit Lakes. This is the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Grimm. We'll talk Minnesota hockey next. Hey, Gophers, do you own a home? Would you like brand new windows? Well, you're in luck because the Gophers have teamed up with Pella Windows and Doors for the Take It to the House giveaway, which will award one lucky fan with a house full of brand new Pella Windows, valued at up to $40,000. Pella Windows are the most preferred window brand by homeowners in the Twin Cities. So visit gophersports.com slash Pella for your chance to win and take it to the house this Gopher football season with Pella Windows and Doors, a proud sponsor of Gopher Athletics. 
The sixth-ranked Golden Gopher women's hockey team is at number 7 Minnesota Duluth for a weekend series on Friday and Saturday. Minnesota was swept by Ohio State last weekend, and head coach Brad Frost says he learned a few things about his club. We had some really good moments. Um, unfortunately, we didn't uh, weren't able to sustain things for a full 60 minutes. We got into some penalty trouble in particular on uh, on Friday night there, but uh, really like the shape and identity that our team is starting to form. We have uh, seven freshmen, uh, two transfers, and so we're we're kind of a mature team and a really young team all at the same time. So uh, we like what we saw, didn't like the results, but uh, we know those will come. Yeah, and as you have mature, young, and then players meshing that haven't played in games before too, how how much of a challenge is that? Yeah, it's it's finding, uh, you know, trying to find that that chemistry and those connections, and and that takes some time. It's one thing to do it in practice; it's another thing to to put it all together in in games and so again we we need to be patient we can't panic after one weekend we have uh you know 35 more games and and we're looking forward to those friday's game in duluth is set for six saturday's series finale goes at three for more info on gopher hockey log on to gophersports.com that's the golden gopher daily update i'm mike Grimm. As the pain said to the pebble, you crack me up. Hey, this is Chris, owner-operator of Lakes Glass. I can work with your insurance and make the process easy and seamless. I install, repair, and replace your glass products. Basically, if you need glass, I'm your guy. Lakes Glass, the clear choice, right off Randolph Road in Detroit Lakes. Call 218-847-1637. That's 847-1637. From your livestock to buildings and everything in between, your coverage needs may change as quickly as your farm operation. As a leading farm insurer in Minnesota, Country Financial is here to help you keep your coverage needs on track. We have the expertise and experience to help protect your farm and the technology to help you manage things on the go. Country Financial, when you're ready to start, we're ready to help. Learn more at countryfinancial.com farm. Policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. This entity is an equal opportunity provider. I'm Amy Lawrence with the CBS Sports Minute, sponsored by Oxford Gold Group. Call 833-899-GOLD to get your free investment guide. One of the best elements of sports is the potential for the unlikeliest of heroes to step up and deliver the moment of a lifetime. Chris Taylor fits that bill. He's not one of the Dodgers superstars making millions of dollars like Max Scherzer or Mookie Betts. He's not an MVP like Cody Bellinger or Albert Pujols. He wasn't even in the lineup to start the NL wildcard game against the Cardinals, and he readily admits to a slump the last month of the regular season with a nagging neck injury. But even if Taylor's walk-off home run is improbable, it's easy to be thrilled for a guy who learned to play outfield when the Dodgers asked him to. A guy who will do anything to get on the field, and he made the most of his opportunity. Just the fifth walk-off home run in a winner-take-all postseason game in baseball history. I'm Amy Lawrence. The results are in, and once again, Sunlight Bar and Grill has been voted the best burgers in the Lakes area. 
And not just burgers. They've also been voted best French fries, best bar, best casual dining, and more. Sunlight, with over 10 different types of hand-pattied burger combos with beef, bison, or elk patties. And voted best burger and best French fries in the Lakes area. You really can't go wrong. Open seven days a week. The grill's on at 1030 a.m. Sunlight Bar and Grill. Highway 21, Detroit Lakes. Now is the time to put in your holiday orders at Creamy Creations. Think cheesecake bites, caramels, popcorn, roasted almonds, cookies, pies, bars, and more. All made from scratch. Creamy Creations is the perfect gift for clients, employees, family, and friends. And they can do your Thanksgiving and Christmas baking for you, too. Place your holiday order now by calling Creamy Creations at 375-2388. That's 218-375-2388. Or send them a message on Facebook. Here's your KDOM weatherology forecast. High temperatures working up into the low to mid-70s for today under partly sunny skies. And for tonight, mostly cloudy, a low of 59. For the day on Friday, partial sunshine. Do pick up a chance for some showers and storms developing with highs working up to 74. Scattered showers and storms then more likely on Saturday, trending cooler back to a high of 68. That's your latest forecast. I'm meteorologist Michael Carroll. Thirteen forty KDLM, the station you can count on. Welcome back to the KDLM Sports Wrap. Joined on the phone now by a guy who's probably put in at least a couple hundred thousand miles, at, at least covering high school sports. It's John Millay of the MSHSL and joins us now on the phone this morning. Morning, John. How are you? Zeke, I'm fantastic. And I bet you're the same. Uh, absolutely. Oh, it's always fun talking <laughs> talking high school sports with John Millay. First of all, I, I have to ask the question. I've asked this to everybody who's been been coaching or playing or, or involved in high school sports this fall. How good is it to be back and having that normal, you know, jump in the car, go cover four games in a weekend and come back home schedule? Yeah, it's fantastic. And, and I don't think we all, I, I, at least I won't speak for anybody else. I, I didn't know. I, I guess I hadn't really thought about that until we got back to the sense of normalcy we have now. But just to see big crowds and, and you know, the weather's been fantastic for the yeah. most part. And uh, just the, how much fun everybody's having, how joyful everything is. It's its really been something special. Yeah, calling high school football games, I haven't had to bust out a, a, a jacket yet. I've been wearing a light a light hoodie. You know, we had a little bit of rain for homecoming last week, but even, even last week homecoming, and now we're traveling to Barnesville for their homecoming game for football, which is going to be a, a, a huge ceremony in Barnesville. Big 4A school, Detroit Lakes, coming to uh, to 2A Barnesville for their homecoming. That means they've had this game scheduled and circled for a long time over there and it's just going to be the the environment is going to be yeah just electric out there and i'm sure it's been that way for for pretty much every high school stadium you've been to this year yeah it, it acts act, absolutely has big schools little schools you know i did a back-to-back a friday saturday i went to a game at minnetonka i think this was i think week two you know giant suburban school they played blaine it was I, they had five or six thousand people there, maybe more. I don't know. It was unbelievable. They've got this, you know, it's like a college football game. Mm-hmm. And then said the next afternoon, I was down south in Blooming Prairie for a Class A game, uh, Lester Prairie and Blooming Prairie, and and equally as great. Not as many people, no artificial turf, but equally as as fun. Just a big crowd and everybody happy to be there. And I, yeah, it's been it's been wonderful this fall. I think one of the biggest. Uh 
one of the sports affected the most by by the changes last year had to be cross country. I mean, we're used to running things like the Lucky Lindy and the Roy Grayak and uh, the Malacca Mega Meet. And last year, only two or three schools allowed to run at a time. I went to Lucky Lindy in, in Little Falls a couple of weeks ago, and just the the electricity that even with cross country is phenomenal this year. It really is, and I've been to the Lucky Lindy. I've been to the Mega Meet. I, I go to the Roy Grayak just about every year. I was there this year. And a couple of other, you know, fairly big cross-country meets. And yeah, that's a sport where they, they just, uh, you could, you know, run two teams and go, and that was about it. And, and uh, you know, girls swimming last uh, last year, they did a lot of meets where you will yeah. swim in our pool, you swim in your pool, we'll compare our times later and see how we did. And Yeah, uh, yeah, cross-country has really been fun to see parents and friends and everybody able to come out and cheer and watch. It's uh yeah, it's just uh, it's just been a blast. There's, I don't have the words to describe it, Zeke. We've talked about it here, how great everything has been. Let's hope we keep going. Some uh, big announcements by the MSHSL. One of them is uh, the, the 2022 class for the MSHSL Hall of Fame was announced uh, a couple days ago. Yeah. And uh, one pretty big name, maybe not so much uh, for what he did in, in high school, and you can attribute it to what he was able to do for the Minnesota yeah. Twins for what he did in high school, but Joe yeah. Maurer, one of 11 guys uh, inducted into this Hall of Fame class. Yeah, and this is strictly based on what he did in high school. This is the high school Hall of Fame, and there's nobody would argue that Joe deserves to be in this. You know, he was he was uh, like the Gatorade Player of the Year nationally in football, but yep. also in baseball. Yep. And he could have played college basketball. I saw him play all three sports in high school. And and I think uh, I can give you a little inside baseball here. We've been trying to get Joe into our Hall of Fame for, for quite a while. And basically, we require the Hall of Famers to be able to be present at the at the celebration, the mm-hmm. induction. It's usually a luncheon. And, and this year, Joe can do it. We're going to do it in the spring. Uh, generally, we do these in the fall every other year, and I think we moved it back, I believe, to April sometime, just as an extra added COVID precaution. Well, yeah. There's no rush. We'll get this done. And, and uh, yeah, we do it every other year. It's always it's always a great class. We in, induct a dozen or so. And, yeah, Joe Maurer is clearly the, the big name everybody recognizes out of these folks. Yeah, and a couple of the good ones. You've got uh, Larry McKenzie, multiple state championships uh, down in, in Minneapolis as a coach. You've got yeah. Mini Myrie Matamidi. I mean, what, four consecutive all-around titles? That's that's yeah. that's unheard of. That you, Nobody does that anymore. No, it's really something. And, you know, this, and as always, it's a great representation of everything the high school league uh, does here with, with wrestling and speech and debate and you know, swimming, and uh, we got a PA guy, uh, Larry Martin from Minnetonka, has been the PA voice of the state swimming championships for 50 years. Mm-hmm. And Jim Weinzerl, one of my good friends from Park Rapids, an official for for more than four decades, oh, and yeah. he's right now one of our one of our executive secretaries for Region 8A. So, and I know almost all of these people personally. It's really a great group. And talking about Jim Weinzerl, just uh, a couple, forty miles down the road. How is important it? Yeah. How, is, how important is it for? I mean, especially with the with the lack of high school referees that we have. Every PSA yeah. we see from the NSL is we need referees. We need referees. Yeah. How important is it for a guy like Jim to get this recognition that he deserves? Yeah, it really is. We can't do enough for our officials, and, and I've been on the phone a lot this week with uh, several officials. I've got a couple of stories in the works, just kind of focus on officials and, 
And, uh, yeah, somebody like Jim who did it at such a high level for so long. And it's not just the games someone like Jim Weinzerl officiated, but it's the mentorship, you know, helping younger officials get going and teaching them and coaching them. And that's a big part of officiating in any sport. And, yeah, he, he's a great guy. And one of my favorite stories with Jim, when, when uh, Bob McDonald, the late great boys basketball coach at Chisholm, mm-hmm. it was his – it was his uh, I don't know if it was his last regular season home game or he had achieved some milestone, maybe 800 career wins, I think. And the governor at the time, Mark Dayton declared it Bob McDonald day in Minnesota. They had a reading of this, uh, you know, this citation from the governor before the game. And so it's the, it was the last regular season home game of that year. And I went up there cause I knew Bob really well. So Jim Weinsrill is one of the officials. And as everyone who knows anything about Bob McDonald, that guy never got a technical foul in, you know, 58 years of officiating. Mm-hmm. So before the game, I'm kind of sitting behind the scores table. I'm chatting with Jim and I say, Hey Jim, I got an idea. Bob's never had a technical foul. Give him one tonight. Let's go. It's a Bob McDonald day <laughs> in Minnesota. Let's go make it happen. And Jim smiles. And he basically said, if, if Bob gets a little owly, I'll give one of his assistants the technical. <laughs> <laughs> the, what never was necessary. Nobody got teed up that night. But, I, yeah, Jim's a great guy. We had a lot of fun over the years. <laughs> oh, I love to hear stories like that. That is that is so cool. What, what's yeah. coming up with some yeah. with some John's Journal stuff? You've been uh, traveling the state watching uh, every yeah. every fall sport this year. What do you got in the works? You know, like I said, officials, uh, we really, we really are, I'm kind of uh, not as optimistic optimistic as I'd like to be about, you know, changes of games um, because of a lack of officials. We've had a number of football games moved this year. You know, a lot of teams aren't playing on Friday night every week. There's a lot of Thursday games and Saturday games just so we can have officials and with uh, basketball and hockey, especially over the winter, I, we're going to see more of that, I'm sure, just because there's a lot more games. So I talked about these, these officials' stories I'm working on. We have a, a first-year football official this year, a former Gophers football player, Kim Royston, um, was, a, was a star at Creighton-Durham Hall. He started at Wisconsin, then transferred to the U as a defensive back and a kick returner. He's 34 years old, and he's a first-time football official. I saw him work a game a couple weeks ago. I've talked to Kim. I've talked to the referee on his crew about him. And then there's a guy down in the Rochester area, uh, Marshall Barons, who's, who is one of these officials who everybody knows and loves because he, he works, I think, five different sports. He does football and volleyball in the fall, uh, boys and girls basketball, and he does baseball and softball. And he's he's really into it. He, he's he's an assigner of officials down there, and he's one of those guys who's been doing it for 20, 25 years at a very high level. He does college football, and so I, I'm working on kind of profiles of those two just to kind of say these are who the officials are because we we really need to encourage people to do this because we're not we can't keep going down this path of not having enough officials not being able to play the games. And it's not just the varsity games. This could really hurt the, the sub-varsity levels, you know, because a lot of these officials, they don't they work varsity sports, but they also work JV games, ninth grade games, B-squad games. And, and you know, you, you maybe don't have to have five fully qualified football officials for a ninth grade football game, but you'd like to have one or two. And, and if we don't have enough officials, 
that that really suffers. Those sub varsity levels really could have issues. You know, it could get to the point where the coaches become the official for everything but varsity football, and we don't want that. So that's a focus right now. Um, we're going to have another online officials recruiting forum. We've done that a couple times. This will be on Zoom in early November, and we'll we'll publicize that for anybody who wants to know more. But uh, I'm kind of scrambling right now, Zeke. I, I was planning to go to a football game in Chisholm Friday night, and uh, the visiting team, East Central, had to pull out, and I'm not sure why. I don't know if it's COVID. I don't know if they don't have enough players. Hmm. But I was all set to go to a homecoming football game in Chisholm. I know Chisholm is scrambling. They're hoping to find another opponent. Uh, by the end of the day, they're going to have to make the call on that. If they can find another opponent, I'll probably I'll probably go to Chisholm, but I don't think that's likely. Most everybody's schedules are locked in. and So I'm looking around. I've got to be in Brainerd Saturday afternoon. Uh, Ron Stolsky, the, the former coach there, who who is, he's going to be honored at a, at a big function, and he's asked me to speak Saturday afternoon, so I'm going to find a game somewhere between the iron range and Brainerd and, and uh, for Friday night, be in Brainerd Saturday afternoon and honor Ron Stolsky and, uh, and just continue going. And, you know, things are always busy with high school sports with girls tennis section tournaments are underway. So we, we've actually started the postseason already, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> one name that kind of goes synonymous with, with girls postseason is Dorothy McIntyre. She was honored by the star tribune. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the one of the, the title nines uh, of Minnesota's most influential sports figures uh, because of, yeah. of Dorothy's work resulting in 11 girls state tournaments, including the first one back in, in 1972. And uh, we, we talked about uh, a whole bunch of other guys, uh, Jim Weinzero, one of them getting some recognition yeah. by the MSHSL and Dorothy McIntyre uh, getting her recognition this last couple of weeks also. Yeah, Dorothy's a national name. She was a pioneer in, in girls' sports. You know, she really got everything going in Minnesota when uh, when girls' sports became became a thing. And and uh, the National Federation of State High School Associations is doing a great job. This is the 50th anniversary of Title IX, which opened that door for for girls' sports. And so they they put together a whole bunch of social media campaigns and graphics. And yeah, they honored Dorothy with a post this year, which we all spread around uh, Minnesota. They did one with Janet Carvin and, you know, the great New York Mills yeah, basketball. Yeah, New York Mills basketball, player. that's right. She was mentioned. Um, where Minnesota's kind of in the spotlight right now with Title IX. And, yeah, I referred to Janet as the Babe Ruth of girls basketball years ago, and that's what she is. She put that sport on the map, and Dorothy was one of those – folks who, who made it happen to even have sports for girls. So, yeah, it's a it's kind of a year-long celebration on a national level. I know colleges all over the country and college conferences are involved in a celebration of, of uh, 50 years of Title IX. John, someone must have uh, to follow you around the, the state and, and, and read your stuff. Where's the best, play they can, best place they can find it? Yeah, Twitter, MSHSL John. And I'll tell you what, uh, Zeke, I was at Farmington High School yesterday for a, an event called Victory Day. This is done in Grand Rapids. Farmington did it for the first time. And, and I put photos and videos on Twitter. There, Most of them are also on the MSHSL Facebook page. Victory Day is an opportunity for kids, you know, who aren't able to compete, whether they have physical or cognitive challenges. They become the, the superstars for a day. So at Farmington, they had the varsity football team out there, and they do drills, and they run plays, and kids get to throw footballs and kick footballs. And they did this like in the last hour of the school day. So Farmington is a big 6A school, 
Everybody got out of school. They filled the bleachers with students. They had the marching band playing, the PA guy announcing everybody's names and calling the plays. They had a the superintendent in Farmington is a college football official. So he was there in full uniform signaling touchdowns and looking very official. And if you go to MSHSL John on Twitter or the MSHSL Facebook page, you can get a sense of, of what that was like because it was just about one of the neatest things I've ever seen. And, and that's that's why I love uh, social media. There Maybe there's some things that aren't so great, but <laughs> I like spread news about high school sports and activities in Minnesota. I'm so fortunate. I get to see so many awesome things. And the more we can we can open that door to let other people see what goes on, the, the better. Absolutely. Exactly what social media should be used for. John, thank you so much for taking some out of your schedule. We'll chat again soon. Uh, good luck finding a place to go this Friday night. <laughs> you might see me in Barnesville, Zeke. I'm not sure yet. You never know. We hope so. If, if you are, pretzels and cheese are on me, man, as always. There you go. That's the deal. Perfect. Sounds good. John, we'll talk to you later, man. You bet. It's finger licking good. Sweet, dude. All right, thanks again to John Millay of the MSHSL for joining me on the wrap today. If you missed any of that interview, you can go back and re-listen to it momentarily online at kdlmradio.com. You can also subscribe to the KDLM Sports Wrap wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. Quite a bit coming up in Lakerland today. You got boys soccer taking on Hillcrest Lutheran Academy on the road. That game starts at 4 o'clock. You've got volleyball, which we will have on KDLM tonight. Volleyball, a, a thrilling five-set victory over a very tough Thief River Falls squad on Tuesday. And now head coach Lindsay Machigiri back on the sidelines after some COVID stuff. She is going to be at the Ralph tonight. And another tough test for the Lakers. Pequot Lakes, 13-2, 14-2. You can hear that game tonight. Pre-game at 7-15 with Charlie. He's back from vacation. Matches begin at 7.30 tonight. you got girls soccer on the road. Or, excuse me, girls soccer at home. They're taking on Bemidji at 7 o'clock. Swim and Dive are at Park Rapids tonight. You can find that full broadcast schedule online at kdlmradio.com. And of course, Laker football tomorrow at Barnesville. 6.30 pregame show, 7 o'clock kickoff from Barnesville. Lakers versus Trojans. Pro sports schedule tonight. Thursday night football. Rams at Seattle tonight. You got the beginning of the American League Division Series. White Sox at Houston at 4.07. You've got Boston taking on Tampa Bay after that. Some NBA preseason games tonight. Some NHL preseason games tonight. But uh, obviously, baseball is number one on my watch list tonight. White Sox and Astros don't care who wins that series. Somebody has to win it. Either one is a toss-up. I don't care for either of those teams. But then Boston and Tampa is going to be going to be another fun one because Tampa Bay, yeah, they're the number one seed in the in the American League, but Boston is red hot coming into the playoffs. Well, I'll recap both of those games tomorrow on the KDLM Sports Wrap, as well as preview some Bison football homecoming for the Bison. We'll talk to Keith Brake from Bison sixteen sixty tomorrow for all things Bison, recapping the UND game last week and previewing what's on tap this week for NDSU Bison football.